0: It's time for the High Altitude Mentorship Show with J.T. DeVolt. JT's an international success coach, inspirational speaker, and award-winning author of Flight Plan to Success. J.T. worked his way up through the ranks from enlisted aircraft mechanic to combat decorated naval aviator. And he's here to give you the success strategies for better focus, clarity, and mental toughness to accomplish your missions in business and life. And now, here's your host, J.T. DeBolt. JT DeBolt. Hello, my friends. JT DeBoltz with you today for the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Great to be with you on a Wednesday morning, kicking things off here to talk about leadership, entrepreneurship, and living the high-performance, high-altitude life. And as always, the High Altitude Mentorship Show is brought to you by FlyWithJT.com. That is FlyWithJT.com, where you can stay connected to everything that's going on in the high-altitude community. Lots of cool stuff coming down the road. Very excited, by the way about some of the things we're going to be introducing here in the next several weeks. So make sure you get yourself over to flywithjt.com. You know, we talk a lot about leadership here, of course, as well as the entrepreneurship and the high-performance type of discussions that we have on the High Altitude Mentorship Show. But leadership is really kind of one of those things that I'm very passionate about, being a former Navy pilot. And one of the things that I see a lot of folks, you know, mistakes that leaders make is this feeling of being spread so thin. Because leaders, just in general, we have to be committed. We have to be flexible. We have to, we have to be willing to deliver. We have to be ready to deliver. And because there's a huge demand on our talents and our time, our attention, it's very easy to get that sense of overwhelm or that feeling of being spread too thin. I oftentimes look at some of the best leaders, especially since I'm an entrepreneur, I like to look at business leaders, but I look at leaders in sports, I look at leaders in art, music, movies, you name it. I look at leaders in just different fields and ask myself, how is it that they operate? What's part of their ethos? What is their, 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 their kind of mechanisms that they use to, to create better results for themselves and for the people that they lead? Very important to study those who have gone before us and those who continue to sort of set the tone. One thing that I find interesting is a, a leader's ability to differentiate between a distraction and a priority. Now, I teach focus in my course, Flight School to Success, and I teach it through a lot of my coaching programs and things like this, but I'm talking about the ability to, in a moment, know when an opportunity makes a lot of sense, when, it, when it's the right kind of opportunity, something to jump on. The question is, how can you be selective about what you commit to? Because it's more than just being committed. It's also about being decisive and about being selective about the commitments they decide to, to to jump into. If you ever watch the TV show Shark Tank, which I recommend everybody does, it's a great show, you'll see the sharks, there's about five of them, and these are self-made multimillionaires, sometimes billionaires, in the case of Mark Cuban. And they are there to be investors or partners with perspective or I should say entrepreneurs who are looking for a partner, looking for an investment in their product or their, or their business. And it's, it's fascinating to me to watch the psychology behind how deals are, are, are made and how, how relationships are built through the art of business, through the art of negotiation. It's very interesting to watch. Very, It's not just compelling TV. It's compelling. It's, I think, one of the more important business educations that you can get for free, basically, just by watching it on television. But what's interesting is you can tell when a shark has sort of reached their limit, when they've decided, I'm in or I'm out. And what's interesting is you can almost feel it coming as a, as a participant, as an audience. Now, I don't know if the person in the room... Pitching the, the, the Sharks can feel that nearly as much as we can feel it because I'm sure the intensity is probably pretty, pretty high. But as you're watching the television program, you can sort of start to feel it. You're thinking, oh, man, this is never going to happen. You know, and you start seeing the Sharks say, hey, I'd love to do this, but I'm out, which means I'm not going to participate. I'm not going to be a part of your business. As leaders, it doesn't matter whether you're a business leader or whether you lead teams, whether you lead an organization, whether you are the leader of your, of your community. We have to have somewhat of a similar uh, you know, decision-making matrix or a process by which we go through a filtration process, really, for deciding what we're going to commit to. Are we in or are we out? Very important discussion to have. So I want to kind of go through a few of these things that you can think about as you are making decisions as to how to be selective about what you commit your time to, what you commit your energy to, what you commit your, even your money to. If you're a venture capitalist, if you're an angel investor, then obviously you probably have something similar to this. You have a filtration process where you're looking at an organization, a company, even an entrepreneur that might come to you and ask for funding or ask for partnerships or ask for whatever it is they come to you for. Any one of us can take on that same role just like a shark would and start thinking like a shark and being able to make that decision as to whether or not we're in or where we're out couple things to think about. First and foremost is we have to begin with knowing what we stand for. There's an old saying, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And I think it's so important. We have to be crystal clear on our personal ethos, how we conduct ourselves. What is it we're willing to do? And that's based on our values. It's based on our vision, based on our mission, based on our why. And taking each one of those small components one by one, we can start to dissect how a decision is made, how we can decide, hey, I'm either in or I'm out. You know, I remember hearing one of the great quotes, and I'm probably going to butcher this, so I'm just going to paraphrase, but Steve Jobs said, you know, and again, paraphrasing, but to the effect that I'm as proud of the things we said no to as I am to the things we say yes to. And he was talking about products, like, you know, somebody might pitch them on an idea for a product. And they probably say no far more than they say yes. And that's an important mindset to have. Now, those decisions are based on what the company's vision and values are, what their mission is, and what their why is. And and a company like Apple is very clear on all four of those. As a leader, we have to be very clear on what our values are, our personal values. So if you have yet to do it, make sure you do a value assessment a core values assessment on yourself and think about how your personal core values translate to the organization, to the team that you lead. Even if that team is your family, even if you say, hey, you know, I don't lead anybody, but if you're the head of a household, if you've got a spouse and kids, then on some capacity you're a leader. We're all leaders in life. And most people who tune into the High Altitude Mentorship Show are leading some team of some sort, whether it's their corporate team, their military team, their athletic team, or their business team. So It's not hard to think about, oh, how our values, our personal values, how they translate to the values of our team, to our organizations. We have to be very clear on what those values are. Can you write out what your top three to five values are? Do you have the ability to list those out? Because if you do, then now what you have is the ability to say, okay, here's what I stand for. And if you stick to those and and stay true to those and use those as your magnetic north, as your Polaris, now all of a sudden when things come at you, and they will come at you very quickly because people are looking at you as a leader to to help be a part of what they're doing, maybe help them move the ball forward, now you have the ability to make strong decisions. And if you stick to those values, then suddenly those decisions aren't difficult anymore. They're fairly straightforward. Your vision, what is it you're here to achieve your mission, how are you achieving that? What is the what is the thing you do on a daily basis that helps you achieve your vision? And, of course, your why, which is the jet fuel for all of it, right? The ability to say, hey, this is my purpose. I'm here to achieve this mission because of X, Y, and Z. When you're clear on your values, your vision, your mission, and your why, then knowing what you stand for is pretty straightforward, and that helps you make better decisions to decide whether you're in or whether you're out. Next is to get clear on what it is you want. <laughs> it's very it's very compelling, isn't it, to focus on what we don't want. Because when we focus on what we don't want, we get more of it. You focus on what you do want, you get more of it. It's pretty straightforward. Why? Because you have that natural bias. That's what you motivate toward. That's what you move toward. That's what you progress toward. It's not so much about the how we're going to make it happen. If you said, listen, you know, my vision... Is to build a company, a hundred million dollar company, or my vision is to start a nonprofit, and the mission that it's on is to help this X, Y, and Z. And you get clear on what the point and the purpose of that mission, or I should say that that organization or that nonprofit is, or that company is, that business. Now, what happens is, is you get clear on what it is you want. But if you start saying, "Well, I know what I don't want," then suddenly, don't you find yourself focusing on those things, thinking about what you don't want? Now, there is one small caveat to this, one disclaimer, if you will. It's important if you're trying to figure out what it is you want, but you're not clear on it yet. Now, this is a challenge for a lot of people. When I actually coach clients on this, I'll walk them through a process to help them get clear on the things that they want, the targets that they want to hit, not just their goals, okay? We're not talking about goal setting. We're talking about goal achievement. Big difference. Goal setting is a task. It's like a to-do list. Goal achievement is an activity. It's what you actually make happen. It's an action. It's a procedure. It's a process. Completely different. Now, here's the most important thing to understand is when we're clear on what we want and we have the, the, the plan moving forward and take the action and we do the assessments and we have people that can kind of guide us through, then suddenly we start making that progress. And what's interesting about that is, is when we're clear on what we want, then everything else starts to kind of shake itself out and filter itself away from us. That's why it's critically important for all leaders to be clear on what it is they want, both as outcomes, who they want on their teams, the kind of output they intend to to have, both energetically and financially and every other way that they might use any kind of a resource. Super important to be clear on what it is you want so that you can act with purpose and execute with confidence. Next is to set our standards. Now, how you invest your time. How you invest your talent, how you invest your attention, and, and even how you invest your money is critical in, in the success of the results you get. But you have to set standards. If your standards are loose, then it's very easy for that money to kind of flitter away. If your standards are loose, it's very easy to see the time just zip by and almost get nothing done. Have you ever noticed this, where when you're on vacation, time flies, right, or on the weekends or sometime when you have downtime, time seems to fly, does it not? Unless we have high standards where we say, hey, this is what I'm going to do. This is my, you know, fairly regimented approach to even downtime. And, yes, you can actually be regimented with your downtime. We'll talk about that perhaps on a future episode of the High Altitude Mentorship Show. But it's most important to understand that all of these things are not finite, or they are finite, rather. You know, your time, your even your focus, your mental focus, your energy, your life force, that stuff is finite, so don't waste it. you got to have strong st- uh, standards for yourself so that you can say to yourself, yes, I'm in on this. This is something that I would I, I would be interested in. Uh, a few weeks back, about well, a little over a month ago, uh, somebody reached out to me, and they wanted me to be a part of their advisory board on their organization. And I initially was, you know, I listened to their, I guess, pitch, for lack of a better term, and had agreed to be on... A conference call. Now, this conference call was supposed to be all day, and I said, look, I can give you about 25 minutes. That's all I got. Well, you can't be there all day? No, I cannot be there all day. But as soon as I found out some of the players they had on their team, I said, you know what? I can't be a part of this. Because there were ethical issues, integrity issues with certain people on their team, and I decided that that doesn't fit my standards. I don't want to be a part of people like that. I don't want to be a part of a team like that. And it's not an indictment on anybody. But it's a decision on my part to not participate with certain folks based on my personal standards of integrity and honesty and, and, and values and things that we've been talking about to this point today. Very important that you set your standards because if not, you start chasing things. You start doing things, getting involved with people that all of a sudden you don't want to be involved with, not for any nefarious reasons. It doesn't mean that they're necessarily out to get you or that things are going to go bad. But suddenly you start not having fun. Have you ever experienced that? where you get involved with something, maybe it's a team, maybe it's a project, and you're kind of rolling your eyes thinking, man, how did I get sucked into this? <laughs> you go to a party, you take an invitation, invitation to something, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, man, this was a bad move. Well, it's very similar to that when we start talking about setting our standards for business, for leadership, for the really important stuff in life. We have to have high standards for ourselves, not impossible standards. Not ridiculous standards, but the kind of standards that say, this is what I'm looking for. Remember, this is a filtration process. It's not about saying yes. It's not about being nice to everybody. It's not about satisfying the hordes. It's about being very selective with the type of people that we invest our time, energy, and focus into. Very focused and selective on who we, where we put our time into projects that, that people want us to be involved in if you've got a lot of folks coming at you as a leader you have to have high standards for yourself for the people around you and that's where the results really come from when you have high standards you don't cut corners you don't accept excuses but you do see great execution and you see you see growth and you see improvement very important next is we have to set boundaries now realize once you've gotten clear on what you stand for your values your vision your mission and your why and once you've gotten clear on what it is you want and you've dialed in your standards, then setting boundaries is not a difficult thing. But what I've seen in the people that I've coached, particularly people that are, that are successful, and they find their, their boundaries being encroached upon by other people, it's typically because they've lost focus on their values, their vision, their mission, and their why. It's because they've lost, you know, it's almost as if they've forgotten what it is they're really here for. And so all of a sudden, they start allowing these little intrusions on their time. They start allowing these little intrusions on their talents. You have to set boundaries, and those boundaries are not meant to be cold. It doesn't mean, hey, get away from me. It means, this is what my worth is. This is where my value is, and I'm defending this territory because this is what I've worked hard to establish. Everything that doesn't fit inside this, this particular area, is going to have to take a back seat because it's not a priority. That's what setting boundaries is about. It's not about being closed-minded, it's not about certainly, certainly not about having a closed heart. If anything, it's about honoring those people who are right for us, who are who are right for our lives, our businesses, our our careers, our missions. And those are the people we give we give priority to. Those are our first-class passengers on this vehicle called life. So we have to set those boundaries. And once those boundaries have been set, we have to honor them. Speaking with a client the other day, and they were talking to me about how they had started to get involved in certain projects that were just not doing it for them anymore. And they kept finding themselves, you know, attracting the wrong kind of client or the wrong kind of project. And the question I had to ask them was, well, where did they start, these people start to intrude on your boundaries? Because this was definitely a boundary issue. One thing, it's one thing to set boundaries. It's another thing to defend those boundaries. Now, sometimes you got to be a little bit hardcore about it, sure. It depends on how aggressive the intrusion is, I suppose. But it's also more important to be very clear in, your, in, in why you're defending it, saying, listen, there's a reason I'm not doing this. It's not because I'm trying to be hardcore. It's not because I'm trying to be difficult. It's certainly not because I have you know, you know, some sort of prima donna you know, character going on in my heart and in my soul. What's more important to me is that I'm putting my time, energy, and focus in the right places. And this doesn't fit, so I'm going to have to say no. That takes courage, but it takes also, it takes a sense of knowing who you are, right? Maybe it's not courage, but it's certainly confidence and clarity. Clarity and certainty on who you are as a leader and where you're willing to put your time, energy, and focus. Now you can watch Shark Tank and you can see it all the time. You can see where this decision matrix goes through. Are the sharks thinking in these exact five steps? Probably not. But certainly on some level it's it's in their play when they're when they're making their decisions. Does it stand for? Does it align with what I stand for? Does it align with what I want and what I want to give? Does it align with my standards? Does it align with my boundaries? And if not, then I'm going to have to defend those boundaries. Those are the kinds of decisions that have to go into play for any strong leader when it comes to making great decisions and committing the time, the energy, the focus, and more importantly, our life force. So put these into play for yourself today and every single day. Be more selective about what you commit to and allow yourself to be the leader that you were born to be because we need more of you today and every single day. My friends, this show is a wrap. It's my privilege to come at you here on the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Looking forward to doing it again soon. Get yourself over to flywithjt.com. Get connected to the high altitude community. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll talk to you soon.